the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Set your spirit on fire and let Dr. Luana Steins guide you to a life of purpose and fulfillment. To reach Dr. Luana Steins, call 760-315-1967 or visit atouchfromabove.org. And now here's your A Touch From Above host, Dr. Luana Steins. Then I called on the name, the name of the Lord, my God. Oh, my Lord, please save my soul. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Dr. Luana, and this is A Touch From Above. Awesome, awesome, awesome is our God. How's your day? How's that drive? Are you kicking back? Are you doing the dishes? Ah, some of you caught you in the bathroom. Well, better to catch us than not catch us at all. God is a good God. Amen? Well, I want to talk to you today about something called don't widen the plate. All right. We live in a world that's changing as I speak. Technology prepares something new right after it's placed out in the market. From television to iPhones to smartphones to computers, you know, to smart. Can you believe they even made a smart bed? Widening the demand, widening the demand. Movies are no longer, you know, do you remember watching Leave it to Beaver or or My Three Sons? How about Bonanza or Little House on the prairie. You see, movies today are no longer like it was yesteryear. Why? The demand for more, more, more. A hungry soul wants more and more and more. The music today has changed. No longer is it, the hills are alive with the sound of music. No. Why? Because the music today has changed and most of it is filled with violence, with lust, hatred. What is it in the soul of man that wants more and more and more and more? And why is more wickedness being poured out? Why? I'm glad you asked that question. Supply and demand. Give us more. We want more. You know, you got to be careful not to be swept in to the ways of the world. Philippians chapter 3, reading in verse 14 through 21, says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness, what a goal! Therefore, let us, as many as are mature, have this mind. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Can I tell you, dear born-again believer, we are citizens of heaven We must live above the world's standards. 
You see, I have been in ministry for over 40-some years, and I have watched many people try to have one foot in the kingdom of God and one foot in the world. It doesn't work. You see, he goes on to say in verse 17, Brethren, join me in following my example, and note those who walk as you have seen us for a pattern. For many walk of whom I told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is their shame, who set their mind on earthly things. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things himself. That is so powerful. That is such a powerful scripture. He's saying, you know, I I am setting an example. You see, you have to understand, we're called to set an example to the world that is broken. You know, our citizenship is not here. Please hear me. If you run across Christians that say, oh, I love God, but they're cussing, foul, filthy garbage coming out of their mouth or they're watching perverted movies or, you know, they're doing things they shouldn't. No, 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 no. You have to understand. No, 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 no. Do not compromise with them. You don't don't compromise with them. You look at them straight in the eye and say, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a citizen of heaven. Tell me, what's going on here? Are you backslidden? Are you away from God? You see, we have to be bold. You know, in my first Pioneer Church, I don't know if you know who Harold Reynolds is. He played for the Seattle Mariners. He used to come to my church. His mama was in my church. His brother, Ron, was in our church. And what a wonderful blessing. When Harold uh, went in there, whenever he wasn't out playing baseball, he would come to the church. And what a powerful testimony of God's grace and mercy. And, you know, I want to ask you, does anyone know how wide the home plate is in Little League? You know that little mat? Do you know how wide it is in Little League? It's 17 inches. How about in Babe Ruth's days? Babe Ruth's uh, historians, do we have any in the house? Guess how wide that home plate is? 17 inches. What about high school? How wide is that home plate in high school? Baseball, 17 inches. How about any major league lovers out there? How wide is home plate in pro ball? 17 inches. How about major league? How wide is that home plate? 17 inches. 17 inches. And what do they do with the big league pitcher who can't throw the ball over a 17-inch? Hello? What do they do? Okay, let me give you an example. Here's Jimmy. He's up to bat. Jimmy's got the bat and the pitcher is back there. And old Joey's got the baseball and he's ready to throw it. Well, you know what? He can't hit it over. He can't hit it over. Oh, no. What's going on the home plate? He's, he's missing the home plate. Well, what do you think they say? Ah, don't worry about it, Joe. We'll just, you know what, we'll, we'll, make the, we'll make the home plate a little wider. We'll stretch it out to 18. And if you miss that, we'll make it out to 22. And if you miss that, don't worry about it. We'll make it wider to 25. No, that's not what they do. 
You see, today, so many in the body of Christ has used excuses. I'm not under the law. I'm not under law. Do you even know what the law is? Do you even know the 6,000 oral laws? Do you even know what you're saying? From the beginning of time, God has demanded righteousness from his people. Joshua says it so well in Joshua chapter 22, verse 5. But take careful heed to do the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you to love the Lord your God to walk in his ways, to keep his commandments, to hold fast to him and to serve him with all your heart and with all of your soul. Has that changed in the New Testament? No, it hasn't. You see, sometimes those closest to you will try to get you to widen the plate. Well, you know, that movie's not that bad. Well, you know, you don't have to go to church every Sunday. Well, you don't have to pay your tithe. Well, you could give it to whoever you want. Wrong answer. Quit widening the plate. I like Job chapter 2, verse 9. When Job's wife began to mock Job, he, his wife said to Job, he said, Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Why don't you just curse God and die? My word. Many today have watered down the word of God to fit their own sinful lifestyle. Many preachers have tried to change the word because of their lack of understanding. You know, what you don't understand. No, 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 no. Many today that call themselves Christians are still living with their boyfriends and living with their girlfriends. You see, I'm on television as well. Don't you dare touch that channel. One day when the phone rang, the prayer lines were ringing, and I answered the phone that day. Our our workers were there. I picked up the phone, and a young lady called and said, Oh, Dr. Luana, can you please pray for me? Because you know what? My boyfriend, he's moving, and I don't want him to move. I said, Oh, oh, oh well, where's he moving to? He goes, He's moving out of my house. I said, Oh, uh, you guys are living together? Yes. I said, how long have you been a Christian? I'm thinking in my mind, well, maybe she's a new convert. She doesn't know any better. I've been saved for over nine years. I said, well, how long has he been saved? Twelve years. I said, I'm going to pray that he move out. I said, you two are going to be in trouble if I don't pray that. I said, you got to understand something. You guys are living together and fornicating. Are you guys sleeping in the same bed? Well, we're kind of married. I go, no, 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 no. There's no such thing as kind of married. I don't know about you, but, you know, I don't want to be kind of married. I don't want someone to say, well, they're kind of married to me. No, no, no. I said, listen. And then she says these words. Well, the reason we couldn't get married is because he's he's still married and he's filing for divorce. I said, ah, I said, you are in big trouble, darling. I said, you are way out of balance. You have lost the very important of God's word. You have stepped over a boundary. I said, you're fornicating and you're with a married man. I said, listen to me. You cannot widen the plate because you want to live with him. Well, we're kind of married. I said, there's no such things as kind of married. I'm going to pray that you get gloriously saved and that God move him out of your life and that God either send him back to his wife or wait until he's completely divorced. And both of you need to get your rumpus bumpus up and go to church and learn the word of God. You see, what, what, for what, you have to understand, what, what has happened? What has happened? You see, 
we have to understand a lot of people say, well, you know what? Uh, yeah, I can drink. I can get drunk. The Bible says no drunkard will inherit the kingdom of heaven. You see, I'm not talking about the world. We expect evil from the world. The world walks in darkness. They're blind. You know, what is light to a blind man? Shine the brightest light in the dead center of his eyes. And if he's blind, he'll never even see the brightness of that light. You see, you have to understand something. We're not talking about the world. We're talking about born-again believers. But to those, I like the scripture says, but to those who have tasted the heavenly wine, to those who have dined at the master's table, the apostle Paul gives warning to the Corinthian church. It's warning, oh, warning, 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 don't widen the plate for your own satisfaction of sin. The plate of Christianity today, many have widened, and we have to stop that. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, reading in verses 1 and 2, Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel, what I preach to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if, if, there's that little annoying word, if you hold fast that word which I preach to you, unless you believed in vain. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, reading in verses 1 through 22, Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all of our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and the sea, all ate of the same spiritual food, and all drank of the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with most of them, God was not well pleased, for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things become our example to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted and do not become idolaters as were some of them as it is written. The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play, nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did. And in one day, 23 thousand fell, nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by the serpent, nor complain as some of them also complained. Oh my goodness, do you understand what is happening? But they were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them as examples, and they are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the age have come. Therefore let him who thinks He stands, take heed, lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you except that which is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation, he also makes a way of escape, for that you may be able to bear it. Do you understand what he's saying there to the Corinthian church? He's saying, you know what? The children of Israel fell by the wilderness. They died in the desert. Why? Because they didn't take take to heart. Do you understand the very beginning of that scripture that they served, they were baptized under Moses, they followed Jesus Christ, believe it or not, that is the Old Testament promise, Christ Jesus was there? My goodness, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry, speak as to wise men, judge for yourself what I say, the cup of blessing which we bless is not the communion of the blood of Jesus Christ. The bread which we break is not the communion of the body of Christ. For we, through many, we though many, are one bread, one body, for we all partake of that one bread. 
Listen, observe Israel after the flesh. Are not all those who ate of the sacrifice partakers of the altar? Do you understand what he's saying there? We're called to be separated. Don't widen the plate. Don't widen the plate. You and I cannot change the rules to fit whatever you want to do. We don't widen the plate. You see, you have to understand something. You have to make that stand in your home, with your marriage, the way that you parent. I was a single mom, darling. You know, single mom raising my kids. I remember my son at one point. He was, I don't know, what was he, maybe 13, 14 years old. You know, that little age where they get a little obnoxious. Well, one day he came home sagging and bagging. I thought, excuse, and then he had this headband on. Then he had these sunglasses on. And I, I watched him as he walked into the door, and I just watched him. And he walks, and, he, and, and then he does that swoop walk. Boom, 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 boom. You know, like he's Joe Cool. And I looked at him, and he stopped, and I said, up. Oh, I got right in front of him. I go, hey, 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 look at me. He goes, what? And he cocks his head. What, Mom? I go, take off those glasses when you're talking to me. So he takes off his sunglasses, and he does that little. <laughs> and I said, excuse me, turn around. I go, what'd you do, poop? Did you poop in your pants? I said, pull them up. He goes, Mom. I said, pull them up. I said, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Did you poop in them? I said, if you pooped them, you can go change them. I said, but if you didn't poop in them, pull them up. Because we ain't doing that in this house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And then you know what he did? He was so funny. He goes, hey, Mom, I just want you to know that I decided I'm not going to go to church anymore. I go, oh, you? decided you're not going to go to church. Oh, mm-hmm. I see. I said, and, uh, okay. I said, get your butt up and get in the car. You're going to church. He goes, mom, you don't understand. I said, you don't understand this. When you get 18 and you can pay the rent and you can pay the utilities and you can take care of your own self. I said, then you can decide that you're not going to church. You see, so many parents today widen the plate. Well, my teenager doesn't want to go to church. Can I tell you, at the teenage years, 14, 15, 16, 17, and 18 are the most crucial years that you need and that you have that small window of time to create a boundary of protection around those kids. If you let that plate get widened and you say, well, they didn't really feel like going and of course they're going to challenge you. Of course they're going to say, well, mom, you know, I don't want to go. No, get the rump up and tell them to get in the car. And if they don't, guess what? You, you don't stop until they get up and they get into that car. No matter what, don't widen the plate so that your little ones, you can lose them to the hand of Satan. Can I tell you what that has happened in our schools today? The quality of education is going downhill fast. The teachers have slipped, slipped from the tools that are really needed for success for our children. And instead, the educational system, what? Has allowed all kinds of garbage to enter in. Can I tell you that we've got to stand? No, no, no. You know what? I've had a boy and I've had a daughter. And I'm telling you what, it don't take much to know that one's a boy and one's a girl. And so, you know what? When those parents, it's your responsibility. Don't widen the plate because the school distorts your kid. Your school education comes in there and says, well, Joey really doesn't know. He kind of acts like a girl. Can I tell you, I was a tomboy when I was a young girl. I played 
played baseball, ran track and field, sweat so much my bangs would be squashed against my forehead. But you know what? I was a girl, and it didn't matter. Can I tell you, we have to not allow the enemy to widen that. You cannot widen the plate to meet the evil of the world. Can I tell you that you have to understand something? This is a problem in the church today where powerful people in position and even in authority have what? Taken advantage of young children. We have heard that in the news time after time after time. You know what? And that has been swept under many of the rug for years. Get the elephant out from underneath that front room rug and be honest. And you know what? The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, there is sexual immorality that is named among you, which should not even be named among those that believe. You know what? And Paul said, get them out. Get them out of the house of God. Give them over to the hand of the enemy. Why? Because when the devil gets ready and works them over, they're going to be crawling back to Jesus. If we widen the plate and make excuses for sin, no, listen to me. I'm talking to you. I'm talking about your life. I'm talking about my life. I'm talking about your weakness. I'm talking about each one's responsibility as a leader. Do you hold yourself accountable? And as a leader in the body of Christ, do you hold others accountable? What about your family? What about your faith? Our society continues down an undesirable path. If we, the church, the true Christians, fail to hold ourselves to a higher standard, a standard of what we know to be right, if we fail to hold our spouses and our children to that same standard, if we are unwilling or unable to provide a consequence when they do not meet the standard, and if our schools and churches and our government fail to hold themselves accountable to those they serve, there is but one thing to look forward to. Can I tell you? Listen to me. We must hold on to God's word. We have some dark days ahead of us, but I want you to know something. No matter how good you think they are, your own children, our churches, our government, keep yourself at 17 inches. Do not widen the plate and make excuses for evil and wrong. So many have given in. So many have widened the plate. You know what? When you start widening that plate, it's hard to go back and try to fix it. I remember that Harold Reynolds, who played for the Seattle Mariners when he came to our church, he was a powerful man of God. He was on SBN. He was in my first pioneer church. He would stand strong for the word of God. He was raised by a single mother, a single mom who raised uh, him and his brother and others. But that mama was faithful in the church. And that mom took her, took her ground. And you know what? This is why when Harold Reynolds went into baseball and he went into the Seattle Mariners and he was able to be on ESPN as a speaker and a spokesman, he would always talk about Jesus. He would always bring the cross. And I'm telling you what, listen to me. You have to stop compromising. Listen to him, dear one. I love you with all my heart. Don't be mad at me. Don't change the channel. Don't get upset. Don't give me that, you know, and pull up those pants. You didn't poop in them. Don't be dressing like the world. Get off those glasses and don't let your teenagers 
go around acting like a bozo. You know what? I know. And it's not always easy. But let me tell you something. The reward of discipline is later. Today, my son, by the grace of God, loves God. My daughter leads worship in another church, loves God. She is helping a church that didn't have a worship team. And you know what? And they love God. So you see, you have to understand something. Oh, were there ever times they didn't like me? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mom, we're going here. Who are you going with? I'm sorry. Sorry. You don't need to go spend the night. You're going to stay here. Why? Because most molestations are when your kids go to spend the night in some stranger's house you know nothing about. So my kids, I said, when you get when you get to be 18, you can go spend the night wherever you want to. But no, you're not going. Mom, I said, no. No. N-O. I love you, but no. Listen to me. Pray this prayer. Jesus, forgive me. Forgive me for widening the plate. I'm so sorry how foolish I've been. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to get back to the basics of Christianity. Help me to get back to that straight and narrow path. Help me to run the race that you set before me. Forgive me, Lord, for my compromise. I love you. Thank you for joining me. Visit my website. Come join me for a church service. God bless you. been listening to a touch from above with dr loana steins for your financial support of any amount you'll receive her book a mother's story send your gift to p.o box 2800 ramona california 92065 visit a touch from and come visit a church service 10 a.m at 16145 highway 67 ramona california 92065 dress warm it's a church without walls Are you distracted? Seems like everything gets in the way. Come to a Touch from Above Prayer Mountain, 25 beautiful acres. Walk up to the cross or relax in a small private cabin to pray. Bring your leaders to pray. At Prayer Mountain, God answers prayer. Even Jesus had to get away to pray. Call today and make your reservation, 760-315-1967. Your answer is just a prayer away. A touchfromabove.org. Like the ravages of a flood, but I call on the name of Jesus and the power of his blood. I have victory over Satan. Glory to the King of Kings. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.